Welcome, everybody. A reading from the Crossword Journal, Glassman Chipper number 19. Can I get an amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A reading for the gospel, the old Crossword Journal. Today, we'll be talking about a better warm up. But until we get there, we've got some business to talk about. Some business. Yeah. Welcome to Get With the Programming. I'm Chase Singer. I'm Captain America. Along with Bill Grunler. Wolverine. And uh, I saw a video this morning. So I, we'll, get to the, we'll get to the Glassman Gospel here in a little bit. But uh, I had some things to talk about. I don't know if it's like grievances to air. But I just, uh, I had to talk about it. Hiller posted a video this morning. And this has nothing to do with Hiller. Uh, but he did post a video and it was of, um, he took a clip from, uh, the make Watts great again podcast. I'll, I'll just play it. And then uh, play it. I just got some things to talk about here. You could say a lot of stuff about Greg. But one thing I'll say about him is I'm not going to make humble one of those words. And I say that with love. And the reason I say that is because we call the CrossFit Games the competition to find the fittest on earth. Um, <laughs> which is the most braggadocious comment you could ever come up with. We're going to find the fittest on earth. Now, I think it's kind of a bullshit statement, personally. Damn. I'll keep going. But it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to go out and go, I do CrossFit. I compete against the fittest on earth. Where's the swagger for the people we're trying to get into the affiliates, right? Like in the old days, you know, and I'm not sure I want us going back to this exactly, but when we started, it was it's the hardest thing you're ever going to do. I personally took a lot of pride in I'm doing something really hard. I'm not doing it at the level of a games athlete, but what I'm doing is challenging myself. And I was proud of that. And that's what I don't feel like I hear from them right now to get people in the door is that you're going to do something you're proud of. That makes sense. No, it does not make sense. Dude, he, he trips and fumbles all mm. over his self, trying to be all soft and cuddly. Okay, I don't want to, and I don't want to make this about John. No, no, I'm talking the words. I'm talking what he's saying. First of all, this is First like all, a right. nice olive branch from Hiller out there. To layer that clip with a freaking soundtrack from Gladiator is beyond me. <laughs> so like it doesn't really matter what you say you put that music behind it and you're just gonna freaking you know rise to the occasion but <clears throat> starting off with talking about greg well let, dissect this as it goes on and he's talking about greg's claim to the fittest on earth and then the next thing out of his mouth was that it he thinks it's bullshit and i'm like <laughs> what Right, yeah. Our claim that the Cross Against finds the fittest people on earth is not bullshit. It is what we are doing. And that the reason is- why we can claim that is because CrossFit has defined what fitness is. And no one else has done that. No one has done it prior to Greg doing that. And no one has provided a better example and definition of fitness since Greg did it. We have defined and perfected 
what fitness is. And the CrossFit Games is to find the fittest person on earth. Keep in mind, we are talking about our definition of fitness that we have proved through decades of empirical data and millions of people across the world, from grandmother to the CrossFit Games champion. We have defined that and perfected that, and the CrossFit Games exudes that we are finding the fittest person on earth. The problem with people's perception of that statement is they think we're talking about something other than fitness of which we have defined. And it's not. It is not trying to find the greatest athlete of all time or the most athletic person or the strongest or the fastest. We are finding the fittest. And no one has defined that better and proved that better than CrossFit. It's not a bullshit statement. It is fact. I'm shocked that he would even use those words. I mean, he follows up with it about being all like excited and cool and all that and exciting and fires and whatever. How do you say it's a bullshit statement? Like if you think even a little bit that it's a bullshit statement, then you do not believe with the CrossFit methodology at all. You're not CrossFit at all. Not even a little bit. That is what we do. That is what we do. We've defined the race. And that's why, especially on our show, programming is what's so important because that is what sets the factors of determining do you have the fittest person out there not the strongest not the fastest not whatever you're going to see you are going to see who is the strongest in the group you are going to see who's the fastest in the group and you're going to see and see the crowning of the person that's the fittest on the earth and that is what has been said since 2007 Yes. The very first backyard barbecue where Greg stood up and still said the person that wins this one has the complete validity to say that they are the fittest person on the planet. Yes. Until until and as as CrossFit, the competition sport, the sport of started to grow, you were getting more and more people fit in that competitive space because more people were doing what? Oh, CrossFitting. Mm hmm. In, increasing their fitness and you take all these people who are increasing their fitness and put them in a competition to find out who is the fittest so yeah go fuck off dude that was a dumbass comment come on well then it was followed up with we don't have anything like that for the affiliates <laughs> i'm like what are you talking about we have the claim of Fittest on earth, three words. That's the sport of CrossFit. That is the CrossFit Games. The affiliates have a little phrase I call forging elite fitness. That was what we took to the affiliate. That is what we can take from the garage. That is what we took out of the Globo Gym, put it in a dusty warehouse, and forged the shit out of fitness for decades. That was our banner call, forging elite fitness. And the fact that we have to think about what our reason was or why where's our bold claim for the affiliates to like rise that community feel again or, or love for cross it is mind-blowing that that is not the first thing that comes to your mind say what's the banner call for the cross it community What's the banner call to get people in the doors in CrossFit? Why do we sit here in this hour-long class and listen to this coach with 20 of our closest fitness friends? What are we doing? We are forging elite fitness, and it is the most perfect three-word phrase we could possibly think because every single one of those words holds a weight and an explanation of what CrossFit really is. When you think about forging, 
right? Just the pure definition of what that is from a metallurgical standpoint is like you are putting metal into a flame and then you remove that and put it on an anvil and hammer it into shape. Beat it into shape. That is CrossFit. That's the training. That's the hard part. You have to step into the fire. You have to stay in the flames, sit on an anvil and get pounded into shape. Metaphorically, if you'd like to say that, but that's what CrossFit is. That is why forging is such a cool thing to put at the front of that phrase. And then you talk elite, the best of the best. CrossFit creates elite fitness whether it's 60-year-old elite fitness or 6-year-old elite fitness and every walk of life in between. You are forging elite fitness as you do that. So the word elite is one of the most key parts of that entire phrase. And then just lend with fitness is what we've just been talking about for the last 10 minutes is that we've defined what fitness is, we've proved what fitness is, and we have perfected that CrossFit training methodology has defined and empirically driven data that this is our way to get fit and this is the only way to do it in the best possible sense. So forging elite fitness is our banner call. And the fact that we don't freaking say that or wave that flag anymore, especially on a podcast when you're saying you think the fittest on earth is a bullshit phrase and we don't have something for the affiliate blows my fucking mind. Yeah, dude. I don't know how you, I mean, that was wanting to have something to get to be proud about. That is, that is it right there. And, And something going back to the elite part, the best of the best, that means better than anything else that's out there. And it, like, do we've been doing CrossFit a long time. And, you know, we, we do the whole OG thing because we believe in that, that, that old school feel. But it is. There is nothing out there that is better than what we do. Nothing. No. No red, th- uh, orange theory, no F45, no hit, no Pilates, no I'm just going to go run. Nothing. There's nothing out there that does what we can do for any level of person in life, sport, or or uh, career. Nothing. So elite means it is the best of the best. There is nothing better. And in true CrossFit fashion, if we find anything that will make that will elicit an even better response, guess what? We're taking it, taking it, add it in. Yes. So we we are the congealed best mixture of what's out there. That is what the elite part is. And the oh. only way you can get that elite fitness, like you said, is by, I mean, we're, we're so afraid of people saying, you know what? I can't do CrossFit because it's too hard. I might get hurt. It's too dangerous. I'm too scared. I'm too this. I'm too that. Yeah, because guess what? If you want great results, it's going to take great work. And this is the best place to do it is have people that understand exactly where you are and how you how to get you from point A to point B using the, the, the methodology that we have in place to forge your elite fitness, increase work capacity across broad times and mold domains and able to do whatever the fuck you want to do and live your independent life and be a badass. Come on, man. How do you not see that? <laughs> As an affiliate owner. <laughs> exactly. What are you doing in your place? Are you just... I'm, there's, and there's a lot of places out there that do this, and I understand that. I think uh, a lot of a lot of affiliates have gotten scared. Um, you know, they don't want to. They don't want to chase people. I have to. I have to keep the members coming in. So yeah. I'm gonna soften it down for them. No, you don't. I'm not saying that you need to bludgeon the. We're gonna beat you down on your 70 year old. No, you got to explain that. 
in as an affiliate job. or as a coach, it's our job to explain. We're coaching. I'll coach a six-year-old. I'll coach a 12-year-old. I'll coach a 52-year-old. I'll coach a 72-year-old. I coach an 85-year-old woman in my garage today for an hour. And they will all get forged elite fitness. I made her do That's Fran last week. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Anyway, I remember awesome. I said that. About five and a half minutes of her, thrusters, dude. thrusters to like a 20 inch box because she just broke her ankle. So she can't go down all the way anymore with yeah. five pound weights and ring rows. And she freaking crushed it. It's awesome. And you know what? She is elite because yeah. every conversation I have with her is another friend who can't get around without a walker or live independently by themselves. Yep. Dot is elite. Dot is forging elite fitness because she can walk on her own six months after a devastating car wreck that shattered her freaking leg. She's back in the garage doing it. Why? Because she did CrossFit for two years before we did it. And God help what that situation would have been had she not been doing that. And so I don't want to make this about John. And... <laughs> I, I, it doesn't have to be about it. It's anyone that says it's that. Anyone it's anyone that's there's, in there's this camp, right? Yes. There is such a massive misunderstanding of what we are. We, we I, every Dude, everyone's so afraid. I would rather, honestly, I, I wish as a company, we would lean into, yeah, it's hard work. I would rather lean into that than lean into, it's okay. We'll, we'll just, you know, don't be afraid. It'll be fine. I, I, come on, man. It's It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It is fine. What was the other one? The uh, uh... the new catchphrase <laughs> in the old days, dude. They were good ones, man. Like trample the dead and <laughs> wow. Well, one was like smoky, like cheap Smoke crack. crack. <laughs> I mean, all um, there's good. actually one I'm going to throw in here once we get into this article. We're here not to like get on a soapbox, but today, like once I saw Hiller's video, I was like, I'm done. I I'm right. a gasket blew in my brain, and I'm glad this like as heated I just got. <laughs> like, if this had happened at 10 o'clock in the morning, I don't know what I would have done. Canceled myself, something would have happened. But <sighs> the reason why it's not there is because nobody has the balls to do it anymore. Not because CrossFit's not doing it. It's not CrossFit's fucking job. It, it would help. But like the fact that people sit around, like if the OGs, are sitting around and not saying it anymore. Let's just, just as much on them as anybody else. I'm not saying John is because like, if you don't believe in the fittest on earth and can't remember fortunately fitness, you are not right. But everyone's sitting around. This is what we did. This is the whole point. This is the whole point of the OG culture movement that we created Mm -hmm. or sorry, didn't create uh, reinvigorated. We'll say I was going to say rebirth rebirthed, right? We did not create this nor do we claim to. Um, despite my misspeaking for a second there is that it's always been there and it will go away if you let it right. Like it's, if say HQ doesn't come out and say that it doesn't mean we don't right. Like we can foster this and push this forward and should and it should be on everybody's shoulders in this community just as much as CrossFit. You can't just sit there and wait for dad to take care of us. No, well, uh, I, I will agree partially that it is a, definitely does. Because if the flame goes out, then you can't, you can't forge shit if the flame goes out, right? 
Right. And form But it's got to come from both, not just got, one. So exactly. you, what I mean is everybody's sitting around and be like, hey, do it for us. No, like, no, fuck no. Fuck that. I, do it yourself. I don't, want, I don't want them to do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't want them to be the only one doing it. But I would love to be like, look, I, I want to be able to look over to the side <clears> and see HQ going, yeah, forging elite fitness at, at whatever level. Yeah. I mean, in you know, and even Greg would do this back in the day when he would talk because everyone would flip out on intensity. All mm-hmm. crossfitters, you just want to go fast and hard. You don't care about form and you don't care about this. He started he started putting the word relative in there right. because it's relative to the person. So, you know, when we're talking about um, constantly varied functional movements done at their relative high intensity, that person. So we're forging elite fitness relative to that person, whether they are. I have never done anything. We are going to give you the best workout for you, the elite part. Mm-hmm. Whether or if you're a badass athlete, we're going to give you your version of that. And yeah. yeah, they're going to, the intensities are going to look different. The weights are going to look different. The movements are going to be very similar. Maybe the range of motion isn't the same, but same idea. Yeah. But it's the same, it's that same um, uh, bubbling enthusiasm of let's fucking go. Yeah. Not like, everyone's like barclay forging friendly fitness i mean yeah do the, the you're gonna have all your friends here why because on every team i've ever been on since i was a little kid through all my fire everything when you sweat and you are put into into uncomfortable situations with others you become friends yeah so you're gonna get a lot of good friends in here all ages all levels of ability everything but you have to have that forging part. And there's got to be that fire. There's got to be that passion, the passion for that. Yes. I don't know why they're, <clears throat> I don't know why it feels like we are just the loud mouths over here with that kind of, and we're not the only one, the, the people that are in our, in our sphere, our group, I mean, yeah. are definitely loud about it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it makes us sound like we're like kind of psycho. Cause we're the language is that true? going, come on. Well, here's the here's the thing. I'll I'll add on to that, and then I'll jump to what Allegra just said because I'd be curious if that's really true. Relative intensity covers two things. One, you nailed it. Everyone's like intensity. Intensity is like no, it's relative intensity to the person. Yep. Relative intensity to the person. It's also relative intensity to the exercise at which you're doing. So I am not taking Fran intensity into a five k. That intensity <laughs> is also relative, which is which people seem to just like bastardize what intensity means. They're like, you just go hard as you can. I'm like, yeah, if I'm doing a 500 meter row and even then it's not a full send. Right. Right. It's relative intensity to your abilities. And it's also relative intensity to the exercise and the workout at which you are doing. You do not approach the same intensity to a 20 minute AMRAP as you do a three minute AMRAP. There are relative intensities across a, 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 a infinite span of activities. Yeah. Um, all right. Allegra just said Mal <clears throat> is not competing this year. <sighs> Let me pull this up. She just post, I just posted. Breaking it. news. Breaking news. Mal O'Brien, where are you? Keep it simple. Is this like on her Instagram? Yeah, I think they put it in the chat. They put it in the chat. Let's see. A fresh yeah, start. The fresh start. Yeah, Let's that see. one. Very. All right, hold on. Can I play? I don't care. Everybody can see that I, who I follow and I don't. Well, let's see. <laughs> yep, I, I don't. 
Very, like, at peace, I would say. I felt very, like, overwhelmed and frustrated and anxious the past few months. And now, being here in Hawaii, I feel very at peace and kind of like it's a fresh start for myself. My focus overall is definitely just my well-being as a person because it's not something I focused on almost ever. So with that being said, I won't be competing in the 2024 season. I truly feel like it's not what I need in my life right now. I'm focused on other areas and more important things in my life than competing. Just because I'm not competing in the 2024 season doesn't mean that I won't ever. I'm not putting a timeline on anything and I'm just kind of letting it play out, see what feels best for me. I'll forever be a part of the sport, still supporting the brands that have helped me through this and the people that follow my journey and friends and athletes that I know. I'll always train in some way. I think it'll forever be a part of me. I love working out and I love training and pushing myself. And I'm still like planning to produce content, create some of my own stuff and have the freedom to train how I want and what feels good for my body. If anything ever changes with that, you'll hear it from me first. I just want to say thank you to everyone that has been super supportive on this journey and understanding in my well-being and just my overall health and wellness in my life. All right. Uh, first foremost, Mel, I hope you find peace and happiness and totally. Yeah. I hope that invests for you. And what? the second piece of advice is, uh, stop worrying about the sport and get a new affiliate. Yeah, totally. If you're going to keep on working out, become part of the community. Like go to, a, go to a CrossFit gym, get out of HWPO's training dungeon and go join an affiliate and yeah. be a part of the community around a, a group of supportive people that will support you in your journey. And I'm not saying Matt and O'Keefe and all those people don't support Mal. They clearly do. But like, I mean, I, the last thing I want to hear from you is the sport. Just like, stop worrying about that. Get out of the sport. I, I think that, uh, join an affiliate. Yeah. I mean, one, <clears throat> she didn't have to make that video. Just, I mean, you don't have to make this big, long, heavy-duty music in the background, highly produced thing about it's a sorrowful. Dude, you're a young kid, man. You don't want to do it? Cool. Go be a kid. Jeez, you're what? Maybe 20? Maybe? fine. It's fine. Go be a kid. Please. Please. Go be happy. But But they're... Forget the sport. I mean, like, yeah, she doesn't owe... She doesn't owe anybody anything. I mean, she's done her thing. If that's the way she's going, then cool, man. That's fine. But she really... Man, you talk about like if you're if you're hurting on something or or you had a really hard time with something and you want to be around supportive people, who wouldn't be supportive of her if she was an affiliate? Doing what everyone else is doing. Like and do that and then and you're in Hawaii, man, do that and then go out and surf afterwards. Like cool. I would love to do that. Are you kidding me? I get it. That would be awesome. Right. Like anyway. I want right to like, please go do you, dude. Yeah, go do, do you. you. Please. But like the last thing I wanted to hear is like, I don't know about my, the sport and I still love the sport. Like, fuck the sport. Right. <laughs> right. Fuck the sport. Find a, like go home or wherever you find home, right? Home is where your heart is. I mean, that's not a cliche phrase. It's like, you know, home would technically be San Antonio with my parents, but like I live in Dallas and my family's here. Like this is where my heart and my soul is. Right. Go, go, whatever, the, whatever makes you happy. Stay in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, totally. Dude, but what a beautiful place. Damn, get, get, get in an affiliate, please. Like, the, uh, what better content could we get for CrossFit and yourself than your affiliate journey? 
all our old people say like what's changed in the last seven years when CrossFit is as its heyday, right? The sport and the community and the number of affiliates we had in the open and uh, we around the open time we always saw about like, 2018, right? That was the year. Now that wasn't the year that we had the most affiliates. That was actually 2014. Yep. Right? But there's a there was a reason for that. It was too easy to open an affiliate. Um <clears throat> but the the reason why we had this draw and this surge from 20, say, 12 to 18 is because most of the affiliates, owners, and coaches were the games athletes because they had the time, <laughs> freedom, and you know lifestyle to train for the CrossFit Games. And then it became more professional. And they're like, well, I can't be coaching in a CrossFit gym. I've got to be training for the CrossFit Games. I can't own a CrossFit gym. I've got to be training for the CrossFit Games. I can't do the group class because i got to be training for the CrossFit Games. And slowly we remove these people out of the community and into the sport. And then that void came. Right. Like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear you talk about the sport, Mel. Like you don't need it. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. Clearly obviously like, yeah, clearly, clearly you don't need it. Right. But damn, like you talk about the, like just overall vibe of a community around you of support and, and like of all walks of life, you find that in an affiliate and only in an affiliate. So I wish you all the best, Mel. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I didn't think she was coming to come back, but I didn't think she was either. Yeah. Gosh, this show, we're so stuck. It's a good thing this article's two pages long. <laughs> it's kind of like one and a half even. I feel like <laughs> I, I got to like like cool replay too. the music. Corey, I'm so glad Bill fixed the tape on his whiteboard. I don't know I if know. he fixed the tape or he just moved the camera I just over. moved the camera over so you <clears> couldn't see it. No, I fixed it. Yeah. I mean, so like, you know, like you're talking about, it's like, what's the difference? It's like, because look at Rich Froning, Ben Smith, Scott Pancheck, all three affiliate owners, right? In the affiliate, changing lives, building their brands and empires, but it's still under the umbrella of CrossFit community. I mean, Rich was on staff for a short amount of time, but he still did it. Yeah. And like, think of like, other personalities in space. Like uh, how many, how many of us are under like the Adrian Bosman umbrella of level ones or level twos, or even Roy McKernan. Like, we're, I was just talking to this morning and like Roy says, Boz did my level two. I was like, so did me. Yeah. Boz did my level two. Yeah. Actually it's called a coach's prep course at the time. Yeah. Right. But it's like, that is the part that is missing. Everyone's like, oh, what's the disconnect? It's because the athletes are no longer a part of the community. Right? Which is really sad. I mean, I know that we... And I don't we, mean in like they don't care about it. No, it, it's this, it's the, well, it's the, it's the sport that made them. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, like, okay, we have, we, there, we have other, we have athletes that are involved in other sports and things, but this is where they're known for mostly. Um, and it is difficult because I think this is probably the only real sport where the community is so tied, not just as fans, mm -hmm. but as, I mean, we all do the open. So we all get on the same start line as all of the big, all the big names. And that's one of the most important things about the open is it does tie all of us together. So when we go through 24.1, all of the people that are going to be competing in the 24, uh, the 2024 CrossFit games, also did 24.1 and all got on the line and we all know what they did and we know what exactly what it felt like when they did whatever it was, thrusters yeah. or whatever the things are. So we have that connection. We always talk about needing to have that. Graham Holmberg owned an affiliate. 
totally. I mean, all of them. Chris, Chris Spieler. Chris Spieler. I mean, go go through the Matt Chan. Go through the list. What, you know? Dan Taminsky. Jason Kalipa. Jason Kalipa. Um, I mean, how many champions owned affiliates outside of Matt? Right. All of them. Right. Well, now not Justin. But. Um, but you had the sport of and the training methodology of. But it's still yeah. under that umbrella right. of CrossFit. You know, and it's it's still really tight, even though the whole, I mean, the athletes are, they're becoming, that's their that's their single sport is just doing that. You know, they're, they're not mm. doing all the coaching and all the other stuff. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that being said, I wish her all the best. And it's funny. It's like, uh, uh, boss said he didn't like to give advice. Like as tell people do, I was like, all right, that's a extreme way to view that. My shared experience <laughs> is th- some of the, best moments and important times of my life outside getting married and having kids has happened in the affiliate. And it was more about my relationship with other people and what maybe they were going through versus anything I've ever done as an individual. Yeah. And so I, I would offer my um, two cents of try it out. Give it a shot. Um, but yeah. All right. So Mel is uh, officially not competing this year. I feel like, weren't we on like during the last time she said she wasn't competing last year? (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) Right. Somehow we had talked about that. But uh, all right, let's get back to what we are here for. For shits, I'll play the music again. Oh, there we go. There we go. Let's get back to business. Let's get back to business. Welcome, everyone. The Gospel of Greg Glassman, Glassman Chipper, assembled by Mike Workington. If you guys are watching YouTube, we just dropped the link. Oh, don't, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't click that one. Or fuck it, click that one. It'll be on the show. Oh, do be careful. I dare you. I'm not going to let you in. Don't click that one. <laughs> Our article today is just simply called The Warm Up. The warm-up. If you guys follow us on Patreon, thank you. Thank you for support. It goes a long way. It allows us to uh, do the small things that we love to do to support our community at large. We got a uh, one of those things just being taking the time and energy to uh, build some shows, like the show we're going to do tomorrow. Um, no, that is not what I wanted to show you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What am I doing here? Uh, I'm failing miserably. Window, where are you? Oh, I need to open the window. Ah, oh, there you go. Hold on. Nope. 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 Yes. Is that it? Where are you? Oh, Anyways. I don't think anything hopping up yet. Yeah. Good. Um, if you guys do support us on Patreon, thank you. As I was saying before, it is where we upload our marked up versions of these articles for the Glassman Shipper. Here we go. There you are. There you are. Uh, as we go through these, this is just titled The Warm Up and uh, a better warm up to be specific. And we'll highlight things in red that are in uh, importance of warning, red flags. Uh, yes, I know it's pink. 
Things in yellow are important lines. Things in blue are things we like to center around. And uh, Greg wrote this article, uh, just simply called The Better Warm-Up. And it starts off as the, the old school warm-up, the global gym warm-up, or the cool down, or, uh, or cardio, as some people would call it. And uh, Greg says it's largely a waste of time and that it will not improve flexibility, does not involve the whole body or major functional movements, misses an ideal opportunity of reinforcing and practicing some critical exercises and poorly prepares an athlete for rigorous athletic training. And he's talking about, like, hey, hop on a bike for 20 minutes. It'll get you warm. It'll get your heart rated up. It'll get the blood pumping. <clears throat> it won't get you ready for anything else. And Greg says, we need a warm-up that will increase body temperature and heart rate while providing some stretching, stimulate the entire body and major biomechanical functions, provide practice for basic movements, and finally, prepare for rigorous athletic training. I'm just going to say athletic training one more time because the uh, the Instagram post that CrossFit put up about my quote about if you are training in a CrossFit affiliate, you are an athlete. Uh, by the way, Greg said that, fuck nuts. All the heroes in the comments saying that's just uh, above and beyond. No, athletic training, rigorous athletic training, forging elite fitness makes athletes. You're an athlete if you're forging elite fitness. It says the CrossFit warm up satisfies our needs. The essential features of our warm up are that they include a stretch, a major hip leg extension, trunk and hip extension, and flexion pushing and pulling movements. The combinations of these patterns are limitless. Sounds a lot like CrossFit workouts to me. Push, pull, squat, core, jump. (laughs) Not one movement suffices all of them. You actually have a nearly unlimited supply of movements to hit these type of movement combinations. And since the movements used are largely depend on our athletic development, but over time, more challenging movements can be included without being a whole workout. And I put that at the end because if you want to hear one of those cold, old school CrossFit phrases is what, Bill? Our warm-up is your workout. Our warm-up is your workout. It used to be a shirt. It used to be a point of pride. Our warm-up is your workout. And you know what? <laughs> he was right. <laughs> you put a lot of people through their first CrossFit class and what do we do? We don't sit on a bike for 20 minutes. We don't go for a five-minute walk only, right? We... Prime your body with movement, movement patterns that are going to appear in your workout, as well as do general and specific training to prep you for those movements like progressions, mini sets, and increasing intensity bouts to prime the system. And Greg puts up here in the quote, CrossFit warmup, Samson stretch, overhead squat, sit up, back extension, pull up, and dip. Six movements. He is put into the CrossFit warm-up. And Bill, I mean, just like go through those six and just like walk through how just running through this, say five to 10 reps at each, maybe two or three rounds. Yeah, totally. What that primes and sets people up for. Well, you're you're wanting to have, especially if it's the, the, the basic, you don't know where they're coming from. Did they just come up? Is it an early morning class where they were in bed all night long? Are oh, that's a good work? one too. They've been sitting down all day long. You need to open up the hips. You need to, you know, get some fluid moving in those knees. You got to get those joints moving and rotating. And so if you look at the way he has it set up here, you're hitting all of those pieces. 
and you can prime them up nice and easy. You can do three rounds of 10 or three rounds of five, or you go from do a round of five and then a round of 10 and then a round of 15 as you're warming up. Um, but it's really important, I think, for getting the entire body moving and ready to go. Um, we, we do something very similar to this. It's six movements. It's um, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, air squats, overhead squats, push press, or uh, shoulder press, overhead. Was that the one that Amundsen uh, would do? Yeah, so okay. there's Amundsen right there with a lot of hair, actually, which is really silly. Um, but he would do that. That would be so his. Jacked. He had some dips in there and a couple other ones. But, I mean, same basic, very, very general warm-up. But if you think about all of those movements, there isn't one movement that we're going to do in any of our training that didn't get hit by those six. Mm -hmm. Snatch, got it. Got your overhead squat. You got your front. You got your squats. Um, cleans. You got that front squat position. Um, any pressing that you're going to be doing burpees. You have your push-ups. Any kind of midline stuff. You warmed it up with with some sit-ups. You have your shoulder press, so you have that that shoulder girdle at least being warmed up. Um, Pull-ups. You got your pulling stuff that you did. I mean, you hit everything. And yeah. what's really great is not just for the person coming in, but for the trainer, I now get to see what sort of deficiencies you might have that day. Maybe you're a, a drop-in person. It was like, oh, yeah, are you hurt? Well, I'm not hurt. I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, okay, cool. As you're running down through the warm-up and you're seeing, now I can see, oh, I got a foot that's turned out weird a different way. Oh, the knee doesn't come out all the way. Oh, they're not able to go down to depth. Oh, they have a really hard time on the pull-ups. And I know that we have pull-ups today in the workout. So I'm already sitting there thinking, what sort of things can I give them to make the workout for them work great today? I see them go through every single movement. So as a coach, I see them go through every single movement. So I know how to make the workout best for them that day mm -hmm. they get to practice those movements every single day that they come in here because guess what you have to practice I mean, we talk about virtuosity right perfect push-ups perfect air squats perfect overhead squats perfect pulling positions mm -hmm. you, you nail all those and so that's that's really great and we do the Samson stretch um, when we do our uh, like a like a joint mobility piece that we do before we get into our warm-up so we always throw that in there too more like a um, that lit like the lizard or the pigeon pose, that uh -huh. type of thing. Yeah. So we'll do that. So we, we hit all, this is really important to us. I want everyone to be ready to go for the workout that we're right. going to put them into. It's important. Yeah. And the thing here too, is like, if you guys are watching YouTube, this is the Samson stretch that both of them are doing is like, the reason why this is so nice is because it stretches so many different parts of the body while engaging so many different parts of the body, right? right? So if you see this lunge position, right, that back knee going down, that's going to stretch the front part of your hip flexor. That front foot going forward is actually going to get the hamstrings and groin a bit, right? Yeah. The hands going overhead in a split position allows athletes that have poor mobility to actually get any better overhead position. That's why people split jerk. That's why people split snatch yep. is that when you split your legs, you can actually get in a better overhead position versus, well, I'm stuck here. I can't stretch my feet together. All right, split your feet, drop a knee, and you can actually get way more range of motion out of that, which will in turn help that position, which is why they take that right into an overhead squat. If you guys know anything about functional, functional movements, the movements themselves are mobility. The ability to get into a deep, perfect squat with an upright torso and your heels on the floor and knees tracking over your toes mobilize you as much as warm you up. It's the beauty of all functional movements. And the fact that you do that with, say, an overhead squat that is now going to force your upper body to mobilize as well and stabilize is like holding on to that damn PVC pipe and keeping it in that frontal plane is going to light your shoulders up like nothing else. 
right? And then something like a sit-up. Okay, we're going to activate the core. We're going to flex the body. An extension, right? Rapid hip extension is the number one thing for athletic development. We've said that in previous articles. Pull-up, great. If you can't do a pull-up, it, it comes down here and gives you options. If you can't do dips, it's just a pull and a push. Pick a combination. It has pull up and dip here, but it doesn't have to be specifically to that. And as we get, uh, I always screw this up. There we go. And as we get a little lower, right, the CrossFit warm up checks all the boxes, elevates body temperature, elevates cardiorespiratory rate, incorporates stretching, develops critical functions and movements, works the whole body, and prepares for rigorous athletic movement. And what I like about here is that it's this elevates cardio respiratory rate. And I love this is, I think everybody's experienced this, regardless of your level of fitness. If you walk up one flight of stairs, once you get to the top, you have never felt like a less fit human being. Does that happen to you too? <laughs> it's that initial, like ugh, just the, just ugh, 10 steps. Oh and then someone from like, what, especially when I worked in the office, they would come around the corner. I'm like, bro, I thought you worked out. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> look, it's not my fault. Right. I don't know what it is. And here's what it is, is that, it's like um, if you play a pickup basketball game or, or anything that encourages just like rapid movement, like the first five minutes, you're just kind of like sitting there huffing and puffing a little bit. And then once you get past that, which we, I, I call it the first wind, mm-hmm. right? Once you get past that, then I'm good. I'm good for an hour. Yeah. Right. You got to get the first wind out of the way in the warm up. The last thing you want is that first wind to hit you five minutes into your workout. <laughs> which people do, right? They're like, oh, well, just, you know, a little stretch and walking on a treadmill or even sitting on a bike for 20 minutes isn't going to hit that. You got to hit that with a, a splash of intensity, right? raise that heart rate, feel like you're out of shape, panic, and then realize you're going to be fine once the workout starts. <laughs> so he has here in blue, a warm-up is like the one we are describing can quite easily become more than a warm-up. As we said, it's just a little earlier. In fact, it can serve as a workout for any athlete if so constructed. Meaning, look, you take those six movements and you can dose them up in a way that, yeah, that can also be a workout. Oh, you mean like Cindy? It's like Cindy. Oh, <laughs> which I think was the workout of the day yesterday on .com. Oh, there you go. Right? Pull up, push up, air squat. Pull, push, squat. Throw a... Oh, everybody tries to get cute every once in a while. It's like pull up, push up, squat, sit up. Add another five minutes. Pull up, push up, squat, sit up, and then thirty double unders or like whatever, right? Like is that, is that Barbara? Uh, five, Barbara five is twenty, of... thirty, forty, fifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pull up, push up, there. sit up, air squat. Yeah, right. Good times. Good times. And I was like, oh, I really wish we could break up these pull up to push up back to backs, <laughs> but anything like that. And, you know, I had a generic warm up at, uh, at my affiliate. It was just called, Hey, we just, it was the big D warm up, right? It yeah. was jumping jacks, torso twist, toe touches. Um, it was lunge out, tap your elbow floor, go to the other side. And then we turned that into like cherry pickers, right? Where you like the old school, Oh yeah, football field one two up, three up. reach behind. Yep, and yep. then we did um, what are those side to side squats, Cossack squats? Okay, right into like down dog press ups, into hip bridges off the floor, uh, push ups. It was like five to one. Oh, that's what it was: push ups and cherry pickers. Five yep. down to one. Like, and it was like, say, hey, hey guys, all right, prime the system, and then you know we do something. All right, one strict round of Cindy, if you got it, ring rows, if you need to, go to your knees for push-ups. Just keep your body rigid, whatever it is. Like, 
just things that just got people moving. And that was always just the general warm up. Yeah. Right. Or the dynamic warm up. And then you have specific warm ups. So say you're doing snatch, right? And they're like, all right, we're priming the system, put a PVC pipe in their hand and run through the burner warm up. Like that's just the progression of it. It's not, hey, sit on a rower, grab a PVC pipe, do some pass throughs, uh, and grab a barbell. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and, and to that point, is, um, as we expand on the warm up itself, is incrementalism, patience, and practice will be the basic calisthenic movements as easy as riding a bike and provide widely greater benefit. So these generic warm ups are as easy as, say, sitting on a bike for 20 minutes right? Yet pass through you and prime you better than anything could. Uh, and it says like, for specifically if you're taking this is like, dose them up appropriately. Oh, sounds like scaling. Sounds like relative intensity, relevant warm-up intensity. It's like, all right, guys, 10 pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 10 air squats. If you guys don't have 10 pull-ups, you know, give me 10 kip swings on the bar for round one, 10 ring rows round two, and then just, you know, three pull-ups if you got them for round three. Well, oh. <laughs> like, Got it. Scale the warm-ups just like you do your workout. Um, and I put a, a fancy phrase in here, sy- synaptic facilitation. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> also known as grease in the groove, and Greg just called it practice. And it's our contention that all exercises have a stronger neurological component that is commonly recognized, meaning if you constantly grease that groove or practice that movement or skill in your warm-up, you get double the touches on the day to improve the movement for long-term. I think they did that that piece right there is massive. I should have put that in blue. Massive, yeah. I mean, it, it's, again, it's virtuosity, right? And this is a time when you're not stressed. Oh, how many times do you say, do it perfectly, please, it's warm-up. Right, it's a warm-up. I don't care how fast you do it. Like, just make them perfect because they won't be... Again, if you're in the workout, they aren't going to be picture perfect in the workout because then you're not doing the workout. So you want perfect movement here so that you could have good movement during the workout. Yeah. Uh, It says, in any case, success with high rep calisthenic movements like the pull-up, squat, dip, and sit-up will make you, as I get to this part, where are you? There you are. Stronger, improve your stamina, and won't come and won't come to be without regular practice, meaning what we just said, more practice. And that's it. And the big thing here for that is just making sure that your warmups are primed, designed, and applied to support the workout you're about to do and can help keep touches on specific skills, drills, always moving forward. The warmup is not something that should just be Push to the side. Hey, two minutes on the bike, two minutes on the rower. All right, let's go. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. It's just that. It's just that easy. A better warm up. It's just that easy. All right. Before we bounce tomorrow night, seven p.m. Central, five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we are going to bring on the show a panel of experts. One of those being Mr. Bill Grunler, as you guys see Thank you very right much. in front of your screen. And we are going to predict the winner of the 2024 CrossFit Games between Laurel Horvath and Tia Toomey. Make sure you tune in because we are going to create a trip down memory lane, a little history should we dabble with. The boys are going to be guessing head-to-head competition. 
maybe by how much. Uh, Barclay is going to get a kick out of this one because I'm using numbers. And then he's going to chime in and say, these are stupid numbers and I don't care. These are my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to get to the end of the rainbow and answer the question, who will win the 2024 CrossFit Games? So join us tomorrow night. Grab a friend, grab a drink, get on your computer, join us in the comments. It is going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of things in store for you guys. It'll be a party, and we want you guys to party with us. So, Bill, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye, everybody. Mal, proud of you. Stay happy. Go to affiliate.